Well, Andrew, it's great to have you on the show today, and it's your first time on Face the Facts. Um, delighted to have you on. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and you know, we're really excited to learn what you have to share with us today about the current economy. Sure. Well, thanks for having me, and uh, it's definitely a, a pleasure to be here. And um, as far as my background, I started in the coin business in 1985 when my, as my first job when I was 15 years old and uh, have pretty much been doing it nonstop my whole life. But in 2010, I started Beverly Hills Precious Metals. And, and um, what we've tried to do is focus on explaining to people how they can diversify their portfolios with tangible assets, specifically gold and silver. And um, after doing it for, for so many years, I got involved with various ministries like um, Clay Clark and uh, Amanda Grace and um, General Flynn and um, his glory. And it's really what I do every day is taken on new meaning ever since then, because I realize what a service we're able to offer to people for what seems like something that I do every day, this seamless thing of dealing in gold and silver is something that many people want and feel that they need to know about. So I'm happy to, to carry that message. Yeah. I mean, I started learning more about it after 2020 and realizing how important it was, but um, one of the things I'd love for you to share with our audience is the difference between just, um, you know, people who just uh, hand over their finances to, you know, uh, somebody who would manage their portfolio and their stocks, but they don't really have an idea of what's really going on with their wealth management. And then th those that would say, oh, well, you know, I want to make sure that I'm investing in the stock market in the area of gold. That's different than having the tangible gold and silver. And can you explain why that's important to have the tangible instead of just relying on maybe, you know, uh, an investment in the stock market in the area of gold? Absolutely. So back in the 50s and 60s, if you were involved in, in banking or if you were a financial advisor, that was a job that was like such a big deal. It was like being uh, being a, an actor or an actress. It's like a, like you're pretty much like celebrity status back then because that was the, that was the area to be able to work in. You took care of your clients and and um, you wanted them to succeed at their investments. And for the most part, that's changed nowadays. And it's really sad because these big banks now control the um, the firms that these financial advisors work at. And um, there are places like Vanguard and Fidelity. And oftentimes, if not all the time, they're being told, these financial advisors are being told to push products to their clients that are not the best products for them to have, but they're the best products for the brokerage house to be able to make a profit on. So uh, along that line, Physical gold and silver is something that none of these financial um, um, outfits like, like JP Morgan Chase have access to. So they cannot offer physical gold and silver to any of the people out there, but they can offer items that are, that are um, involved with gold and silver, like paper assets, like you just suggested. And um, paper assets for gold and silver are exchange traded funds like uh, GLD for gold and SLV for silver. And I would actually advise that people go with those if they're looking to, to buy gold or silver today and then sell next week. If you're looking for a quick flip, 
like you would with a stock, then those products would be wonderful for you and probably the best choice out there. If you're looking to hedge what you've worked your entire life for and prepare for a rainy day, then you need physical gold and silver. And these financial advisors will never, ever offer you these things because funds that go into physical gold and silver tend to not make it back into the stock market. And the stock market is directly linked to the centralized banking system. And therefore, they don't have control of your money. So you're, they'll tell mm -hmm. you not to buy. Yeah, no, exactly. I've heard this story from from countless friends and people that I know that have had these conversations. And um, that's why it's important to have not only a, a reputable, safe place to go, because here's the other thing. And, and, you know, a lot of people who follow my channel, they trust the people that I bring on to my show. I'm very, very careful with who I allow, you know, on my show and to have influence over my audience. But one thing that uh, you know, I just want to address is that it's so important that we understand that, that there's this relationship of trust that the audience can say, okay, I can trust, uh, Andrew that I'm going to call and he's going to answer or a member of his team is going to answer. And that it's a guided step-by-step -step process on, on, for them to be able to invest, um, wisely. And now do you, just, just you know, taking a look at the current climate and in, in the economy right now, can you tell me a little bit about why it's important for people to make sure that they protect their their retirement? Maybe they have retirement in stocks, um, but we know that that's that's all risky as well. With with gold, it seems like from the research I've done, it seems like there's not as much of a risk in losing it because it's always going to be backed. You know, it's a finite amount that is backed, correct? Exactly. So the stock market has been in a bull run since um, since we came out of the Great Recession. So I would say we've been on a pretty good run here for about 14 years. And typically the stock market will have a big correction about every seven years. So we missed the last cycle and we're right on target for the what would be the next cycle. And this is a healthy part of, of any market out there. For there to be a complete reset where stocks go down 30 40 percent and then that's what allows them to go up and then get back eventually to where they were and reach new highs but uh, i believe that the bailouts that happened during with the banks and and a lot of other companies like aig back in during the financial crisis have have skewed the normal process and the the normal cycle of things so for me this is a wild card that uh, that makes me want to have an extra insurance policy on my portfolio and physical gold and silver are great for that. Like you just said, mm -hmm. uh, gold is backed by gold. It's been the world's, uh, the world's currency for thousands of years. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here long after you and I are no longer here. And, um, the currencies that we use here, like the dollar and then, and then, um, China has the Yuan and then Russia has the ruble. Those are fiat currencies that are not backed by anything at all. It's just an agreement between me and you and all the other people that transact using these currencies that they have the value that is marked right on the bill itself. And that can change almost overnight. In fact, it, we're in the process of that happening with the introduction of the central bank digital currencies, which are headed up by Russia and China, and they're going to be gold backed. So this will eliminate fiat currencies. Fiat currencies now are 
actually at the beginning of the end. It won't happen overnight. This can take years, but eventually we will be paying for everything out there with our phones, which means that uh, any transactions that you do are going to be subject to approval by somebody that might not like what you're spending money on. So it's important right. to have I funds. You're exactly right. I believe it was just maybe two weeks ago, the story broke out about, you know, uh, people who shop at Dick's Sporting Goods, Cabela's, um, a lot of those like Bass Pro Shops, a lot of those stores for typically, you know, outdoorsy hunters, things like that, that um, there was actually a request that that this would be zeroed in, that the federal government was looking at individuals who shop at these places. I mean, it's scary. Now, um, I, I started investing in gold and silver right around 2020, right around this time I started to learn about it. I am so grateful that I came upon it. I wish I would have known about the value of it and how important it was to have um, sooner than that. But I've now gotten my children um, excited about it too. And so now when they get paid, they're like, mom, here's X amount of dollars for my paycheck. Can you buy gold and silver with this for me? And so I, I just wish I had had that when I was their age, but you know, we're excited about, about that and being able to use that as a hedge against inflation as well. Would you recommend that people um, purchase a certain amount uh, like, for example, if they if they say, you know, sure, I want to I want to invest in gold, but I might need that money within a year's time. Is it still smart to buy the physical gold and silver and then have to cash it in in a year? Or what would your recommendation be? And that's a great question. And and uh, we would use a slightly different strategy for somebody that's looking to do that. So here's an example. Right now, as we start to head into what feels like an economic downturn, there are people that have extra properties like rental properties that they've been using and um, they're selling them. So now they sell them for say $500,000. Now you've got 500000 extra dollars sitting in your bank account. You sit there and you look at your phone, you see the balance and you start thinking about all the bad things that can happen and how it can just be taken away. And um, people tell me that they have trouble sleeping with a large balance like that. So then they start to look at options on how they can get it out of the bank so that it's not subject to a seizure during a bank failure. And uh, that's when they call us. And although I do like silver, silver has a great chance to double or triple easier than gold does. For someone like that just liquidated a home and they're sitting on a bunch of cash and they think that they will buy another home with those funds in like a year, then I would go all gold. As you stated earlier, gold is slow, slow moving. So it goes mm -hmm. up, it goes down. But over time, if you look at it year by year, it almost always increases year after year. So it's yeah. a good, safe store of value, better than Bitcoin or anything else. And that's a great um, topic. And, and I know, you know, we didn't even talk about this prior to you coming on the show, but if you could... And truly, I need this education. But if you could explain to our audience... There's a lot of confusion over whether Bitcoin is good, whether it's bad. Do I invest in crypto? Do I not? Um, what are the benefits to having physical gold and silver compared to the cryptocurrencies right now? You know, they always say there's always this statement, um, um, store of value. And people, these financial advisors and people on CNBC and Fox News, 
they, they call Bitcoin a, a store of value. To me, it's the complete opposite of a store of value because it's so volatile. Bitcoin mm -hmm. is currently at about $57,000. It went up like 11% yesterday. And that's going to make a lot of people out there want to invest in Bitcoin because it's moving upward. But it can go down 15 or 20% in a week's time and does often. I've been involved with Bitcoin when it's gone down like 90%. And that's happened multiple times. So to me, it's the opposite of a store of value. And if people out there are using funds to invest into different cryptocurrencies outside of Bitcoin, I would just urge that they be very, very careful because you need to have a big risk tolerance. You need to be the type of person that that uh, doesn't need to look at your balances often. Just trust in the decision that you did and give it time. But most people can't do that because that's the mindset of a professional trader. And I think that now when you see everything that's happening in the stock market, it's up quite a bit this year, mostly technology stocks. And this goes to the to the old Warren Buffett quote, where when people are greedy, that's when you should be fearful. And when people are fearful, that's when you should be greedy. And I think right now we're in a greedy time period and it's time to to just kind of um, prepare for winter and uh, and uh, winter's coming and try not to to focus on making money with your investments focus more on preservation. Right. And I mean, as far as I understand it, uh, you know, when you're investing in physical gold and silver, silver will never go below a certain price point, correct? Because of its, its mind. So there's a value to that. Can you speak to that? Yeah. It costs about $20 an ounce just to, just to mine silver out of the ground. So right now there's not a lot of mining operations doing that because it's not worth it for them because the price of silver is roughly $22.50 an ounce. So we would need silver to get back to the $49 or $50 an ounce price point, which would encourage many of the miners out there to revamp their operations and, and start them up again. And um, that will happen. And when that happens, I believe that silver could run past $100 an ounce. But it's just... Um, Silver and gold are not just a good store of value for us, but the banks are actually using it. The exact same people that just a few minutes ago I told you will not recommend gold and silver to people like us, to, to the regular investors out there. In fact, J.P. Morgan Chase has the largest uh, hoard of physical silver out there. They have 600 million ounces of silver. So, so this is how right. They so they find that it's valuable. <laughs> they do. They do. Right. And they hedge their bets at the very, very top of the company, but then the brokers and the financial advisors on the lower end that talk with all the regular people out there, they're telling them, oh no, physical gold and silver is not the way to go. And the reason mm -hmm. is, is that um, Chase Bank and all the other banks out there, what they do is they have a long position. If you own physical silver, you're betting it will go up. That's a long position. At the same time, they're hedging that in what they call a short position on the futures market effectively holding silver at the levels that it's at now. They've manipulated the silver market legally somehow so that silver cannot break through the $21 to $26 per ounce price point. But at some point, they won't be able to do that anymore. The, the system will fail on them and it will skyrocket and the banks will lose a lot of money. So, and you're yes. saying that, that that point when that happens is ultimately most likely when we're going to see the fiat currency crumbling. Is that correct? It's true. And, okay. and we're at the beginning of, of that cycle. It will happen for sure. Um, 
if you look back and if you Google and do a deep dive into currencies, um, currencies don't tend to last more than 100 years. They, they become something else. Gold and silver are always the same. But um, with, with everybody out there holding a cell phone and with, with all these different cash apps out there, and the younger people out there want to use those cash apps. They don't want to use cash anymore. They don't want to touch dirty coins or dirty bills. So we're definitely going to that. And, and soon there will be no need for cash at all. So gold and silver are the only way that we could effectively do what our parents and grandparents did, where, where they would tuck $100 bills under the mattress or in mm-hmm. a sock drawer. And that's where you have a little something for yourself that's not in the bank and not exposed to to um, to anything else out there. Right. Yeah. No, that's so it's so important for people to understand that. And um, it's not hard to find dealers that, you know, are local to you that you can go and cash in your gold and silver. But also that's what you do as well. Correct. If they purchase gold and silver through Beverly Hills Precious Metals and then they say, hey, I want to um, I want to liquidate or I want to trans uh, transfer it into fiat. Uh, do you help facilitate that? We do. And we also do it without there being a commission. So it's um, we just uh, if, for people that buy from us, we, we do make a little spread on each of those transactions, but what, we don't take any kind of spread when they sell back. In fact, if anybody out there, even if you got gold and silver elsewhere, you sell back to us, we don't take a spread on that either. So it's um, and that's and good to know anything. Sure. Yep. I just cashed in some gold. Um a couple of months ago when we were purchasing our home and um, you know, we had to take a hit, right? Because the, the dealer that we went to um, took, took commissions for that. So that's great to know. I wish I would (laughs) have, I wish I would have been in connected with you uh, four months ago, but, but just to be clear for my audience, I I've known about Andrew for at least three years. Um, and Andrew, because you had such great business, you were booming. You just, we just kept our our paths kept crossing, but we kept missing each other. So that's the only reason why my audience hasn't been introduced to you before now. But but I know there's many people close to me that have worked with you for years and have always said that you are upstanding in your uh, business conduct and. Um, so I'm grateful that you are now sponsoring Face the Facts podcast. Thank you for that. And thanks for coming on the show today and talking to us about why it's so important to make sure we have some investments in physical gold and silver. Well, it's my pleasure. And I hope to be back sometime soon. Yes. Sure. Anytime. We'd love to have you. Thanks again and uh, take care.